and welcome to the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about decision making. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you, give you my usual weekly update. So this week's been pretty cool. I've had a bit of extra time uh, to myself, a little bit of extra time off in the evenings trying to reduce my hours. I've got a few days off coming up as well. Um, spreading um, some time off throughout the year um, to really focus on taking care of myself, looking after myself as per the first few episodes of the podcast this year. It's really important to make sure we t- take that time. So I'm taking a new approach. I'm trying to schedule that through uh, equal times throughout the year, uh, which should uh, should really help out and, and uh, make sure that uh, I'm able to take care of myself. So this week I've been practicing piano, been really enjoying learning that. Um, the theory is quite interesting and, and, and also challenging. I started learning a few, uh, the first of a few grade two uh, rock school piano pieces that I'm going to be taking the exam for. Hopefully, sometime towards the back end of this year, autumn time, you probably um, is the aim. Uh, the song that I started learning is the Nina Simone "Feeling Good," uh, which is an awesome track. My favourite Nina Simone track is actually the Cinnamon song, an absolute awesome piece. And I will be learning that at some point in the future, but that's a very challenging piece. So uh, we'll probably leave that until after we've done the grade two exam uh, and and take it after that. So I think I've got to learn four pieces for the grade two, the first of which I've started, uh, which is cool. So I'm excited about the challenge of of learning some new pieces and, and the technicalities that come with that. And also the theory that goes along with that as well. My music, re- my sight reading isn't great. Um, so that pre- presents uh, some challenges within itself. Um, so got to spend some time kind of focused and dedicated towards doing that. But that's okay because I absolutely love it and enjoy playing uh, and learning to play. So that, that's been really cool. Obviously been out with the dog this week a fair bit, out for some long walks, which is really nice. Um, the weather's uh, was a bit miserable towards the beginning of the week, but it cheered up towards the end. So that was nice to be able to spend some time outside in the dry. As always at the weekends, go for longer walks. It's always nice to be out in this daylight instead of uh, usually in the week where we're walking in the dark in the morning and the evening and very rarely see uh, see daylight. Um, so very nice at the weekend to spend some prolonged time outside. So hopefully you guys have been able to have a great week. Hopefully you've met some goals uh, and you're looking forward to the weekend to come. So this week I wanted to talk about all about decision making and I think this is an important topic and I think a lot of people get caught up with decision making, either in the process of decision making or in the chance of making an error, uh, a so-called bad decision, we can get tied up with that and kind of let uh, that slow us down or slow our progress, slow our role, so to speak, uh, which can be challenging and, and dangerous as well, which we'll get on to. So there are some uh, really cool things about decision making, which uh, which we're going to talk about today. Um, so the first thing I wanted to talk about in terms of decision making was because we talked about having a strategy, a plan, a vision uh, for your future uh, and whether that's kind of a business plan, a financial plan, uh, relationship plan, um, health and fitness plan, uh, whatever it may be. Hopefully your, your kind of life vision includes all of those elements and probably a few more as well. So hopefully you've got some ideas. Now the beauty of having, or one of the beauties of having a strategy, a life vision for yourself is that you can align your decision-making to that plan. Or in other words, you can use that plan 
to help you make decisions. So if you're stuck, so if you're like me sometimes and you can be a bit indecisive. So one of, what actually one of my key skills is actually being able to make decisions. So I'm really good at making decisions when I've got information and I can uh, evaluate that information quite quickly and make a decision and, and then work with it. So that's one of the things that I'm really good at. What I'm not so good at is making unimportant decisions. So if I go to the shops and I've not pre-planned out what I want, for dinner, uh, so what ingredients I need to buy, what um, things I need to buy from the shop, I can just kind of wander around the store aimlessly for a while, not really make, being able to make a decision, just, just wandering around, looking at stuff and coming back three or four times to the same things before I finally make a decision. So, and how how I've, I, I'm able to make decisions where it matters, those important decisions, I can, it's because I can link my decision-making process to the strategy. So I can say, right, is this decision that I'm looking at now going to help me with any of uh, my strategies, my goals, my targets, etc.? Is it going to help? Then yes, let's crack on and do that. Um, if, if it's going to, if it's something that's going to take me away from my goals, then absolutely not. Do not do that under any circumstances. If it's not going to have any impact at all on your goals and it's something that you want to do, then why not do it? But if it's going to take you away from your goals, then um, that that's dangerous, obviously, because it's moving you away. And, and, the, and the danger, or one of the biggest dangers with that is if you get into the habit of making those decisions that either take you further away from your goals or don't get you closer to your goals, you, you create that habit and you create a an environment where you cannot move any closer to your goals or it seems like you're not making any progress because in reality you're actually making decisions that take you away from your goals um, and, that, and that's never never good. So, um, so being able to have that strategy that we talked about, having that plan, you know, and it's the same with whatever aspect you're looking at. Maybe you're just about to start a new business. Maybe you're expanding your business. Maybe you're creating a business plan to present to some business partners or to some um, investors, etc. Um, you, you've got to be able to align the decisions that you make throughout the year, uh, throughout each day, really, to that plan. And you, if, as long as you can link them back, then then it's all good. Now. If you're going throughout the year, say you've uh, you've been working for a year, you've got your vision, your strategy, um, whatever it is, let's let's pick a specific one uh, just as an example. So it could be anything, but we're just picking one as an example. Let's say that um, uh, I'm trying to run a 5K in a certain amount of time in, ha in under half an hour, I say. Um, you know, um, maybe that was my plan at the beginning of the year. Now, say at the end of the year, I've been making the right decisions. I've been doing my training runs. I've been um, getting out, spending some time, I've been eating, eating right, um, all that good stuff, but you've still not been able to reach your challenge, uh, your target of doing the 5K in and a half an hour. So you can look back and say, I've made all the right decisions because I've done the training, I've put in the hours that were recommended, I've talked to a nutritionist, I've eaten the right things, but I'm something's still not quite working. So you can look back through the year and say, right, what do I need to tweak now? Because I know that if I do X, this is I'm gonna get X. So I need to try doing Y to change the result. You know, somebody famous, I think it was Albert Einstein said, you know, the definition of madness is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So if you're doing something, and you're and along that way you're making the right decisions but there's something's wrong with the process right so you need to tweak your process and you need to change your process 
Now, if you get to the end of the year and you've not met your targets, you look back, you can say, have I made the right decision? So it can you can actually look back at your year indecision, so to speak, and say, right, which decisions did I make that were wrong? And can I do and can I can I make sure that I don't do that again in the future? And I think this is um, a real important point. I don't think that there's any such thing as a bad decision. You can make a wrong decision, sure, that takes you in the wrong direction, doesn't quite give you the results you were after. So you can make the wrong decision, but I don't think you can make a bad decision. There's only one possible way, as far as I'm concerned, that you can make a bad decision. And that is not learning from it. You know, I, I surprise a lot of clients when I say this um, in my coaching. If if uh, if you make a decision and it's the wrong one, then that's fine. But as long as you learn from that, it doesn't make it a bad decision. You've learned how not to do something, which gives you a real vital piece of information because you can try something else, something new. You can put your energy, you can direct your focus at something else to try and get you where you want to go. The only way it becomes a bad decision is if you do not learn from it. So if you make that same mistake over and over again, so if you're trying to... Um, uh, make uh, maybe you're in a manufacturing business and you're trying to make a, a mobile phone uh, and maybe you're using a new material maybe you want to try and make a mobile phone out of glass right that's purely made out of glass but that mobile phone keeps breaking so time and time again you make mobile phones out of glass even though the first time you did it you learned that it would crack or break or snap shatter etc how about changing the um, the material that you're using to make it so that it doesn't break, snap, shatter, etc. If you keep making glass phones, then you will quickly go out of business. So you've not learned your lesson if you keep doing it time and time again. So if we can learn from our lessons, like I say, that's a really valuable thing to be able to do because if you're not learning then you're not growing if, if you consistently getting things right the first time you're probably not innovative enough you're not um, learning enough you're not growing in any way shape or form and if we're not growing then we're stagnant or at worst we're going backwards so we've, we can use our decision making mechanism as a help rather than a hindrance people a lot of people get demotivated when they make the wrong decision but making the wrong decision is fine. Like I say, it's a learning point. We've got to take that information, recycle that information so that we make use of it and then push forward and move on. A lot of people, when they make the wrong decision, they lose their energy. Sometimes you lose energy when you've um, come together to agree on a, a solution. So maybe um, you're working with a partner, maybe you're doing something in a relationship, maybe you're trying to um, plan a holiday, trying to choose a destination, and you've compromised, right? So both parties have compromised. I see this um, a lot with couples when I'm coaching couples. Um, if they compromise on a decision, one of them um, will be kind of unhappy about the compromise. Uh, the other one will be fine usually. Sometimes, worst case scenario, they both compromised and they both neither of them are happy with the decision. That's, that's the worst place to be in. 
um, because then nobody's going into it with the right energy. But let's say one person's right with it. So one person's going into it with 100% of their energy, they're positive and they're trying to deliver whatever it is. So maybe they're trying to plan a holiday and, and you're getting that booked in. Um, and the other person goes, then goes on that holiday with them. They're really negative because they're not going where they want to go, doing the things they want to do. Um, and it brings the other person down. So it introduces conflict into it. Whereas if you work together and, and you come up with that compromise and you then bring, even though it's not the decision that you maybe wanted to, to, to have, uh, to have, if you both then bring 100% of your energy into that decision, then it cannot possibly go wrong. <clears throat> okay, maybe it can go wrong, but it's not going to be bad because you're going to be learning from it. You're all going to be on the same wavelength. You're all working towards the same outcome. So you've got to direct that energy. If you're coming into it with 50% energy because you're down, um, you're upset about the compromise, you're wishing you were doing something else, you're wishing you were somewhere else with someone else potentially, that is never going to be good. So it, you, you need to really focus your energy into the right places one, even once you've made that decision. So whatever that decision is, come to it with 100% energy. When you're at work, if you're employed and you work for somebody else and they tell you to do something or um, you know maybe you don't like part of your role and you don't bring 100% energy to that part of your role, maybe you do 75% of your job brilliantly, you bring 100% energy to it. But you may be looked over for promotions if there's somebody else that does that other thing better than you. Even though you're performing greatly in all the other parts of your job, there's that one part that you're not bringing 100% energy in. So you've made the decision to do it, but you've also made the decision to come at it with 50% energy or 80% energy. So if you've made a decision, we need to commit to that decision. And a friend of mine has a, has a great um, saying is make a decision and then make that decision right. So that way you cannot make a bad decision. If you if you make a decision, you commit to it, you go at it full force with 100% of your energy, you can only do the best that you can do. You could, Nobody could else could ask, and you can't ask any more of yourself than that. Whereas if you come at it with 50% energy, 80% energy, you might resent yourself for not being putting your best foot forward and not delivering to the best of your ability. But worst of all, other people might not. Um, th you know, might think less of you because of your performance. So, you know, in the example of two partners um, talking and agreeing on a holiday, and then one going on and along and being miserable because they'd rather be somewhere else. You know, you're you're upsetting your partner. You're devaluing their experience and their fun, even though you made that decision jointly and together. Would you expect them to react in the same way if the shoe was on the other foot, as it will likely be at some point in the future? So once you've made a decision, we've got to commit to that decision and attack it with all our energy. Now, the danger is we've only got so much energy in us. Every person only has so much energy. So we have to focus where that energy goes. So where your focus goes, energy flows is a really popular saying, and I believe it. Where your focus goes, energy flows. And if you're spread, if you spread your energy too thin, over too many different things, 
you will not be able to make decisions effectively because you will be thinking about the other things that you should be working on at that moment. So it hinders your decision making. It makes your decision making less effective. So you need to make sure that we're concentrating our energy in the right places as well to be able to make effective decisions. So for as an example, people can come people who come to my house will have one of two experiences. They will either come in and they will say to me, you're a single guy, why do you keep your house so clean and tidy? And that's great. Now, they could come the following week and they could come and say, oh God, your house is a bit of a mess. You need to tidy it up. Now, why is it that they can have, the same person can have those two experiences? It's because I'm focusing my energy in the places that's most important to me. So if I'm working on an important project, my house will not be as tidy as it normally is because I only have so much energy to give and I deprioritize the things that aren't important to me at that time. So why would I put in energy to cleaning the house when I'm trying to be successful at something else? Now, I'm not gonna leave it a mess forever and ever, but once I finish the project or I get to a point where I'm comfortable in a project, then I can refocus some of my energy elsewhere. And when I close a project down or finish a project, I will move on to another project. But there may be a gap in between those projects where I can use my energy to do other things. Now, some of those other things are things like keeping the house tidy because it is not important to me or it's not the most important thing to me to keep my house tidy and clean. It is important to me to make sure that I give my coaching clients exactly what they need. It is important to me to spend the time with my family, whether that's virtually or otherwise um, that they need. It is important to me to keep learning and developing. So I'm going to invest time in reading, listening to podcasts, etc. Those are the things that are important. It's important to me to keep healthy and fit. So I'm going to spend time cooking the right things for myself. I'm going to spend time doing exercise. Those are the things that are important to me. They're on my strategy and vision. Surprisingly enough, keeping the house clean is not on my strategy and vision. So if we can focus our energy, then we can really be successful at the things we want to be successful at. Now, if I kept my house tidy, and I'm just using this as an example, <laughs> people are thinking I'm living like an animal, I'm not but I'm just using this as an example. But if I was to do it to 100% every day, kept it immaculate, I would be investing so much energy into that that I wouldn't have the energy to put elsewhere. And it would also hinder my decision-making significantly because when you're not happy, when you're not doing the things you want to be at, when you're feeling like you're not successful, you are not creating an environment for yourself for the best decision-making. You will be creating, uh, you will be making tired decisions. You will be making exasperated decisions. You will make, be making decisions to get small wins instead of the long-term wins. And that is not a good place to be in. So I've used that as an example. What's that thing in your life that you're spending energy on that you probably really shouldn't be spending spending energy on uh, or, or that you can prioritize differently at different times? So, so not only is it important to ensure um, that we don't spread our energy, our focus too thin, uh, we've got to be spending it in the right place and that's gonna help us uh, make the right decisions. An interesting, another example of this, right, 
So I'm prioritising this year more than I ever have before taking care of myself as per the first couple of episodes of this year's podcast. So I'm scheduling dedicated time to do the things that I enjoy doing. I'm uh, scheduling dedicated time to wind down each evening. And that usually involves watching an episode of something on Netflix whilst I'm eating dinner usually. um, Because that just just winds me down. I can stop thinking um, for a little while and and just kind of enjoy my meal whilst enjoying something um, on TV. Which which is quite nice for me. That might not be for you, but I enjoy that. It allows me to relax and wind down. Even as I'm doing that, as I'm, I'm as I'm doing my winding down, I'm still learning stuff. So recently, I've been watching the Chicago franchise on TV. So there's Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, and Chicago Justice. The, all the characters intertwine. It's a brilliant series. I recommend it if you're into um, kind of uh, dramas, uh, police kind of dramas, crime dramas, medical dramas, that kind of thing. They're really cool. All the characters intertwine between the series. Really awesome. Really recommend it. But I'm also learning while I'm watching things like that. I can't, I, I, even comedies and things like that, I'm always learning things from. I was watching an episode of Chicago Fire the other day, and one of the characters said, just be you, life's too short to be anyone else. And I thought, that was pretty cool. Um, and I kind of wrote it down, because um, I like to make notes when I think of things like that. And I thought, what, what's the next step of that? And I was thinking, well, when you're younger... You, you might think to yourself, how can you be anyone else? It doesn't really make any sense to you, does it? When you, If somebody said to a young child, you know, be you, don't be anybody else, you might think that, or when you were a child, you might have thought, well, what does that mean? They, they're kind of talking crazy. Of course, I'm me. I'm not anybody else. But as you go through life, you realise that your decisions can be influenced by other people. Now, whether that's people like celebrities that you see on TV or whether it's people like your closest family and friends. Your decisions can be influenced and that can be a good thing but it can also be a bad thing. So you need to make sure you be you and how do you stay true to being you? You have your own strategy and your plan. I told you I was going to bring it back. I told you I was going to bring it back. There's a circle here. So even watching, even taking some downtime to watch a TV program each evening for myself. Now, it's only half an hour as I eat dinner, but I'm, I'm learning stuff that I can use later. So I've, I've just used an example here from something that was scheduled as downtime. How awesome is that? Because my decisions are all aligned to doing the right things. That's taking my care of myself, that's growing my business, it's delivering valuable information through the podcast. How awesome is it that those things can all be aligned and work together? How cool is it that, uh, you know, I keep a notepad next to my dinner table so that when I'm thinking of something, I can write it down and I can reuse it here or somewhere else in the future. If you align your energy to your plan, you can be nothing other than successful, which is really cool. I think that's really good. And if you've got your strategy, your plan in front of you or in your mind, that is gonna make you appear like a more confident person as well. In fact, it probably will make you more confident because you will have the confidence to know that everything you do, every action you take is taking you one step closer to your goal, your target, your, your, your outcome that you're looking for. So that's gonna give you a confidence to move through life in a different way because you're now manifesting what you want through your decision-making process, uh, which I think is really awesome. So I think we've covered a whole lot of stuff there. 
Um, and I think it's important to spend a little bit of time analyzing your own decision-making process. You know, if you sit and you truly analyze, this is about self-reflection and, and, and self-assessment. I can never uh, underestimate the value of self-assessment. Um, you know, a lot of people kind of don't, don't do it often or do it badly if they do it at all. Uh, so if you really have a look back at some of your decisions, some of the key decisions in your life, but take the last week, for example, can you analyze all your decisions and hand down heart say that your decisions are taking you where you want to go? If not, then we need to do something about that. Is it that you don't have that plan and strategy that we talked about to align your decisions to? So maybe the first step is doing that, going back, listening to those episodes of the podcast and creating that strategy for yourself, that life plan for yourself so that you can align your decisions to it. If you have got that, is it that sometimes you're going after small wins instead of the long-term wins, the things that feel good at the time rather than that are actually good for you? Or that maybe they are good for you in that moment, but maybe you could have made a better, a different decision that would have got you further towards your goals in the future. Can you analyse those decisions and hand on heart say that you make all the right decisions? And nobody's ever going to make all the right decisions. Like I say, you can make wrong decisions, but have you gone into them with the right energy? Once you've realised that you've made a wrong decision, have you dropped your energy down? Have you become a little bit more, uh, a little bit less confident? Have you become a little bit more stagnant in your thinking because you're kind of taking some recovery time to make uh, from that decision that you've made? Or have you corrected course and still gone on it with 100% energy, kept going, kept progressing and got to where you want to be? That's where we need to be. That's where we need to be to live that life that we love. That's where we need to be to make sure that we're happy and we're achieving those goals that we really want to achieve. This has sounded like a, a deeper episode than I was intending it to be. Um, but I think that by reviewing our decision-making process from start to finish, we can really make a difference in terms of um, living that life that we love. If we're clear with the goals and the targets that we want to achieve, those outcomes we want to achieve for our life, if we've got those really clear, written down so that you, 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 you can align all your decisions to those, then you can only move towards them at pace, um, which is which is really awesome thing. So I think this, this is really a positive message that if we've got the strategy written down, if we're reviewing our decision making on a regular basis, then we can only be successful and we can only win. Yes, we will make wrong decisions, but they will not be bad decisions. And the only way it can be bad decisions is if we don't learn from them. So let's make sure we review them, even if we think they were the wrong ones. And let's make sure that we continue living that life we love with the full energy that we can. And by looking after ourselves, taking care of ourselves, we can make sure that we've got 100% energy to give to those things that really and truly matter to us. I've been Gordon Doan. You guys have been great. I'm going to see you all next week. Thanks very much for listening.